you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen. And my guest today is actually a return guest who has been on the show before. And her name is Barbara Diaz de Leon. And I'm going to let Barbara introduce herself. Over to you. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me, Susan. I really appreciate being here. And it's an honor to see you again and talk again. Thank you. And uh, yeah, a little bit about myself. I became a health and wellness coach just because I had my own remarkable transformation after many, many years of undiagnosed illness, fatigue, body-wide joint pain, brain fog, digestive issues, mood imbalances, hormone imbalances, you name it. (laughs) I seem to have it. And uh, being told for over 15 years, oh, you're fine, you're fine. Um, And I gained weight, of course, too. And it was like, eat less and exercise more. And, you know, none of that worked. And uh, yeah, I finally, um, you know, got some proper treatment. And then I did have some improvement with that. But what it really boiled down to is what I did on the daily for myself. My, My doctor couldn't be here for me every day to make sure I went to bed on time and ate right and things like that on the daily. So I got very passionate about lifestyle and nutrition and mindset. And, you know, I I tried different things along the years, but it was, you know, all just very um, focused on one thing like nutrition or calories or something like, you know, things like that. And so I got very passionate about it. And I do love things, all things about the body and the physical health. I'm a RN too. So, you know, I've that interest in the science end of things for sure. And with helping people. So I became a health coach and, um, went through the Primal Health Coach Institute and also Institute for Transformational Nutrition. So I have two different coaching certifications. And mm-hmm. like I said, I'm an RN and now I serve women, uh, mainly midlife and beyond. Um, and oftentimes with autoimmune disease too, along for the ride, which I mm. also have. I have um, autoimmune disease and Lyme disease and also had high blood pressure, was on two blood pressure medicines. So oh a lot of the women I serve, you know, come in the, the way I was a few years ago. So I'm here to be, to give them some hope and some proper strategies to actually really, you know, make a significant change in their Mm -hmm. life and up up level their lives. And and they can do it. I did it in height of menopause myself. And yeah, I didn't walk into my 59 now. I didn't walk into my fifties well at all. I was 53 when I first started to um, get my health in order. So yeah. And so here I am today and now I'm, now I'm, you know, doing work that I love and I'm able to help uh, other women get the same transformation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Absolutely. And I think that it's so much easier, but I don't think that's the right word. It's it's better um, when you've actually gone through all of that yourself to then help people, right? Yes. And I'm sure you probably, you know, if people don't know your story, then, then they're going to sit there and they're going to go, oh, well, but you look the way you look, you know, I mean, you don't have any of those problems and you've never had it. And I have all these problems and how, how are you going to help me? And it's like, okay, time out. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. That's so true. You know, it's like, you know, how I look now and actually now I'm also training for a bikini competition at 59 oh years old. I know actually it was scheduled for October 21st, but it had to get postponed 
one because I did get a hamstring glute injury. So oh, I do need to no. take care of that, <laughs> but it's yeah. still in progress. It's still going to happen. But a lot of people are pretty shocked when they see, you know, my before or hear my story and see me before they think like, you know, I was walked into this and, and it's not, it really, it really is a multifaceted approach to take. And that's where my success comes in. And that's what I share with my clients. You know, it's really about, uh, well, first of all, you know, putting yourself first and, and putting yourself, loving yourself first, putting yourself first. And a lot of the women I work with are moms and grandmothers and you know that this is a new concept for them to actually do something for themselves. And, you know, my role as a coach is to show them, you know, why it's important and not to be dramatic, but, you know, everybody, nobody wants to be taken care of when they're older, like with activities of daily living, you know, they, yeah. they, that's like, you know, I know that was my own mother's worst nightmare, you know, that happened yes. to her. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, so if you fill your cup now, you know, in your forties, fifties and sixties and seventies, mm -hmm. your eighties, nineties and hundred will be much better. Like likely would be much better. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I yeah. know there's some people who can do everything wrong and then live to 99 go cut the grass that day, go to sleep and go night, night, not wake up. And, you know, that's how we'd all like to go. Right. But that's yes. like 1% of the population. It's like, right. don't take that gamble on your life. You know, the things that you can yeah. control, you know, can contribute to that for good and for bad. So, you know, you could definitely turn it around, but I teach them how to put themselves first, you know, with self-care and, and then it's also, you know, big thing with the women I work with, they're so fixated on prior programs, calorie restriction, over-exercising, and that yeah. just works against women, especially menopause and beyond, like, mm -hmm. oof, you know, doing that chronic cardio every day, that's, that mm -hmm. might feel good in your brain with all the endorphins, but boy, that is working against you. And, and I do see that a lot. I see a lot of women who, you know, are doing that, they're, they're, they're actually very fit and they're, they're overworking out. But yet they're still on blood pressure medicine or they're still overweight mm. and, and they, you know, are wondering mm. why, because they think they're doing everything, but they're really not, you know, you really need to uh -huh. address your mindset, your lifestyle, your nutrition, mm -hmm. and your movement, like all four yeah. of those pillars factor into health, which will lead to weight loss. If that is your goal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's, um, it's, it's really amazing. And I, and I've, I've, fought this a lot my whole life as well is is to put yourself first i mean that was it's not something that we as females are modeled or taught or told or anything else and you would think even you know in this day and age that it would have changed and it hasn't and they've done they've done surveys and all this kind of stuff that i've seen just recently you know with 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 young women women as well <clears throat> and it's just it's mind boggling it's yeah. totally mind boggling um yeah i just um you know i always tell other people as well just just like you do it's it's like if you don't take care of yourself, nobody else is going to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. Mm -hmm. So if yeah. you're trying to take care of your family, look in the mirror. Yeah. It starts with you. You can't give what you don't have. You know, when you That's become right. depleted, you know, so right now, like, you know, there's people I know that give 120% to their kids and their family. And while that's, it feels good to give, you know, I understand that. And it's wonderful yeah. to be able to yeah. serve your family and your loved ones to that yeah. capacity. But if you don't dial that down, you're going to end up giving them only 40% later. And that 60% yeah. could be them literally having to help you with activities of daily living. And I know I keep going back to that, but that's how it ends up for people. And when I worked right. on the, in the clinic setting as a nurse, people mm -hmm. in their fifties and sixties, 
we're, you know, already in that state, you know, but yeah. if you're, are in your 50 and 60s, like you can, now you can turn that around. It's like, it's yeah. not, I'm, I'm definitely the message of it's not too late, but I'm also yeah. the message, the sooner, the better, like, don't put it off. Don't keep putting it off. Like how much longer? And yeah. Uh, yeah. And like you were saying before about with women, not putting themselves first, you know, there's, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, oh gosh, this comes up quite a bit. There was one particular client and she was an autoimmune, she had autoimmune mm-hmm. disease. And so the autoimmune protocol nutrition plan that I use for those types of people, you know, was definitely necessary for her. But for the uh-huh. first six weeks of our program, we worked on mindset and, and stress management tools. Yeah. That was it. And then when she did start the nutrition piece, she did really well and she did great. And she actually, you know, um, she had rheumatoid arthritis or has it, mm-hmm. but it, mm-hmm. it got so much better. She yeah. couldn't even walk to the neighbor's house without being in pain and getting short of breath. And now she can wow. do that. But, but the thing is like for six weeks, we had to deal with that first because she's not going to do, that's a pretty tough nutrition plan. And I know it is because I've done it and I, and I've needed it for myself for my Hashimoto's thyroiditis, you know? So, uh-huh. and and she, did, you know, did really well, but it was really that uh, convincing. That's why the mindset piece in my program, that's a big part of it too. Like it, it's just as important as the food on your plate, you know, for sure. hundred um, percent. Yeah. And they, you know, they put their sleep off, their stress management, their go, go, go. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so, you know, I always start off simple because the women I work with oftentimes have full-time jobs and then they have, you know, their kids and grandkids and, you know, mm-hmm. all kinds of things come up you know, for them all the time. And, you know, just like you, I start off with really small habits because that's doable for them. So maybe one to three minute breathing practice, or even if you could just do three to five inhales, exhales. And Uh I would say, if someone doesn't have time to do that, then we, we got to talk like big, like right now, you know, that is not going to, you know, you're not going to make it very well. You're likely not going to be that 1% person I talked about that can do everything wrong in life. And then live all their life and live really well and go to sleep one night and just not wake up. It's like, that's probably yeah. not going to be you, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. And the other thing is too, is that with my nursing background, you know, I've seen the suffering of people, the suffering isn't mm. short. It's not like just a week or so, you know, or anything like that. I mean, this can go on for months and years of the suffering. And if you get into things like stage four kidney disease, there's, you can't reverse mm. that, you know, um, you yeah. can not make it worse, but you know, like stage three, stage four, but you, you know, so it's like, get on it now. Don't put it off any longer. Yeah. 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 Oh, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, and I think the other, the other thing with your program that's so good for people is that if they are, you know, so family fixated, right. Whether it's just a husband or it's a husband and kids or with or it's a, or it's a wife and kids, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, these days, Right. Um, you know, that if um, you, you can help them as well, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Just by what you're doing, yeah. you can say, hey, you know, that's not helpful for you. The modeling is just fantastic. Be, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. And so then everybody has, you know, everybody does better. I get so excited when I hear clients share, like I give them, a lot of people, I don't know what the percent is, but a lot, well, way more than half of my people come to me have sugar addictions. And I had that too. So I, I know what to, I know how to deal with this. Most people but, do. I mean, yeah. I, I, oh, you know, it's yeah. tough stuff. I mean, they do the studies with the mice and cocaine uh-huh. and mice went after the sugar yes. instead of the cocaine. And yes. my father used to be a substance abuse counselor. And he said that the cocaine is harder than the alcohol. And, and he has, you know, and he had his own alcoholism history. So he hasn't had a good 
handle on like the difficulty of this stuff. And he's uh -huh. like that. He goes, the alcoholism is hard, but the cocaine is even harder. And yet these mice go after the sugar and not the cocaine when they make yeah. them addicted to both. And but I'll give my clients like a healthy snack option, like a homemade trail mix, which is just like three parts mm. nuts of whatever you want, two parts um, unsweetened coconut chips, and one part unsweetened dried fruit. Because dried fruit is ultra sweet, of course. And you know, oh, that's at least something healthy. There's a lot of fat in there to help mitigate that blood sugar insulin response. Uh -huh. So you get off that roller coaster with the blood sugar and going yeah. up and down. And they said their kids eat it. Like they have to make like triple batches of it because like their teenage boys Good. are eating it. I love it. I'm like, well, that's great. You know, and that's the thing. It's like that, that's like a quote, a real treat. You know, when I think about like, oh, give them a treat, I think that's a bite of poison. <laughs> it's like, you know, I mean, I don't say that. I, you know, if I'm in a gathering or something, I'm thinking, you know, like, you know, I always try to bring something different or something healthy, you know, along. that's just as good. But yeah, it's so much fun when the kids and, and the, um, or the husbands will say, oh, yeah, this does taste good because a lot of them also, too, unfortunately, don't have the support out the gate of their family and they end up having to eat separately. So I help them not separately, but differently. And so I help them yeah. navigate like, you know, like I have this um, beef sweet potato dish and, and someone mm. um, has someone who's a pasta lover in their family. Like, OK, we'll make pasta on the side and throw that in there. <laughs> you know, Like that could be theirs. You know, yours can be without it. You know, so um, and it and it's still really rich because it's got sweet potatoes in it. So just things like that, you know, they but then after a while, it's interesting that their spouses will say, you know, their or significant other, whoever their loved one is, will say, oh, gosh, that looks pretty good. I think I'll do this with you. You know, and so it's it's fun. Yeah, I love seeing that when it when it permeates into the rest of the family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and especially the kids, because if the kids mm -hmm. can get, <clears throat> excuse me, turned on to healthy stuff that tastes good. Right. Then they'll yeah. do that for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny. I'll tell my clients, you know, when they bring a healthy dish to a gathering or a social or holiday or uh -huh. something. I yeah. say, just don't say it's healthy. You know, don't tell them what it doesn't right. have in it. Just no, leave no, no, it. No, no. Let just it go. tell them how yummy it is. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. They all eat it. They have to make like triple batches of it because they just love it. Like, you know, like Brussels sprouts with bacon bits or whatever it is. Like they just oh, love it. Yeah. It's like, you know, they don't even know, like even sometimes the autoimmune protocol foods and meals, you know, those, those are super restricted. Those, it's an elimination nutrition plan. Mm -hmm. It's not a forever thing. It's just to figure mm -hmm. out, to heal your gut and figure out what's wrong. Um, but if you're in the middle of doing that, um, you know, plan, you know, there's no getting right. off of it. It's not like an 80, 20 thing. It's really a hundred percent adherence. Otherwise you start over again for 30 days. So they bring their honor me dishes and, and like, Oh my gosh, they ate everything, <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, just don't, don't say anything about it being quote healthy, <laughs> you know, and they're going to love it. <laughs> so yeah, it is interesting that how the minds work, but back to the kids too, like it, yeah. and well, adults too, you know, with our gut healing, that's another big part of my, my nutrition plan that I, I mm. you know, have people follow. It's pretty much everybody goes on a reset diet of some sort of reset nutrition plan of some sort to heal their gut. You know, the microbiome, we're finding out more and more how, you know, how marvelous oh, it is yes. and how important it is. And then I always think about the neurotransmitters, the serotonin and dopamine that's formed in the gut when your gut is damaged you, you're not making those. So you, of course, you're not going to be happy or motivated. And I've had clients and this happened to me too. It was like a veil was lifted because I of course got depression too, on top of everything else as a result uh -huh. of all that stuff. Um, you know, and I'm not against treating depression. My gosh, definitely treat right. it, get the help you need. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. The thing is like, in my case, I got the depression because of my physical issues. So they right. were trying to hit the depression and not hit the physical issues, the root yeah, cause. So that yeah, was which the, never would have, which right. It would have been a bandaid effect, you know? And yeah. yeah. 
But when they do it, it's like, I'd kind of say the, yeah, I kind of say the, you know, I'm happy now. And it's like, I'm not the happiness coach. I'm a health coach, but they're happy because they followed the plan and they healed their gut. And now they're making neurotransmitters. It's a physiological yeah. thing, you know, and um, I have one, you know, that just recently got off of, or is, you know, working with her doctor to wean off of her medications for um, depression. And I've had that uh -huh. come up before. It's not, not an uncommon thing. I don't push them to ever get off medicine. Yeah. I stay in my lane as a health coach, you know, but in a, you know, there's anything I recommend supplement wise, I always have them get their approval of their doctor before they start it, you know, for uh -huh. sure. Um, but yeah, it's marvelous to see lots of, you know, off of blood pressure medicines, not just the, you yeah. know, not just the um, depression type meds or anxiety meds, but they start to become much more even keel. They say, people say, oh my gosh, you seem so calm and relaxed and so happy. You know, like people are close mm -hmm. to them who feel, who feel they yeah. have liberty to yeah, say yeah. such things, you know, right. and they, they share that with me. And it's like, yeah, it's because you're doing the work you're, the mindset things have a lot to do with it. Sure. That's to help, help you get over the potholes in, in the road because in life when the wheels fall off the bus, you know, really, yeah. but really where that happiness and motivation comes from is really a physiological thing. They're actually making some uh -huh. neurotransmitters. <laughs> so they yeah. feel good. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, um, got what I was going to say. Oh, well, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it's, it is so interesting when you start to pay more attention to how you feel after you eat certain foods, right? Because oh, yeah. people, I don't know why. Well, I mean, obviously the reason why is because no one ever told them. Mm -hmm. um, but there are so many people who are growing up in families that don't know to make those connections. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's, um, you know, in, in my family, my mother had huge amounts of allergies, which is food allergies included, mm. which is where I got it from. And all of my brothers got little pieces of it. we got, we all got to share. <laughs> so the gift. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, my father was never allergic to anything in his life. He had no idea. <laughs> of course, that gene skipped over. <laughs> yeah. How convenient. Exactly. Yeah, really. Exactly. <laughs> but um, but anyways, it's um it's just kind of it's kind of interesting because I know even myself, you know, in um not eating certain foods, or I should say if I eat certain foods, I get there's a couple of them and I can't even remember because I haven't eaten them in so long um, that I, w I got really depressed mm -hmm. from eating them. Yeah. I believe I stopped it all just, you know, like, Oh my God, the sun's out kind of thing. Yeah. It, it's it's like a veil's lifted, you know, and yeah. it's amazing. And some of my clients tell me that I wrecked it for them because they'll like go off plan. That's something that they feel horrible the next day. It's not even alcohol. Like it's something else. Like they had something else. And, and I said, well, that's your body's wisdom, you know? Um, and you weren't fine before your body tolerated it, but it just numbed everything. But believe me, your other systems, your vital organs are struggling, you know, when you're constantly mm -hmm. putting it under that stress. But yeah, this is amazing. And I know that happened to me too. When I first got, you know, was about middle through my transformation, mm -hmm. I would, 
you know, go off, off the grid on some things. And, and now it's like, I believe in living an 80, 20 life, like we're 80% on fully compliant, you know, adhering to mm-hmm. all the great stuff and then 20% a little yeah. bit off, off the grid there. But the, you know, I used to do certain things like have cake or, or, you know, sugary sweets or something like that for during that 20% time. And I would feel so lousy the next day, it just became not worth it. You know, that said, I do make healthy treats. I call them healthified yeah. treats. And they do have some, sometimes they have coconut sugar in them. They certainly have maple and honey in them, maple syrup mm-hmm. and honey, you know, yeah. things like that. And they're much more friendly to my body, you know, than the processed stuff. And um, just the wheat flour alone, it's not even, it's not even, it, it's so, it's such a toxic product in our country oh, these days. Yeah. You know, like I have clients that go over to Europe and they can eat like things over there and they're fine and they come back here and it's not. And I'm like, it's a different food. You know, I just did a yeah. training on that, my group about wheat and, you know, how you know the problem yeah. with it is glyphosate and the gluten is, you know, in there oh, yes. is different than it is in Europe because we use a different kind of wheat here. And um, even there was even a reference I found about Julia Childs being um, a bit upset about not being able to use American wheat flour for a bread because it made it, it didn't turn out for her because it was too, too like doughy or something from the gluten. Yeah. Our food is just different here. And uh, yeah, it's um yeah. So, so I'm all about having fun and having treats and having some food, but gosh, there, there's healthy versions of this stuff that you can do. Yeah. 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 Oh no, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's um well, you know, personally, we only eat organic. Nice. So, you know, just, there's just too much shit yeah. out there. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> Whether it's the best sprayed thing. on or, mm-hmm. or the, or the, the, or they modified it somehow. Right. The seed. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. 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 All that stuff. So, um, so that's, that's the first thing for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, I know for myself, I was, I'm sure I probably shared this in other programs before. So people heard it. They're just going to hear it again. But um, I was a fat kid. I mean, a fat kid. Wow. Where the doctor put me on a diet and all that kind of stuff. And I would go up and down and up and down. And it wasn't until I was in graduate school that I actually lost the weight. I had a doctor at school. That was when the, when universities used to have a hospital and and yeah. doctors on staff for, for the students to go to, which they don't have anymore. Um, and she just kind of, it was interesting because she, she just looked at me and she said, you know, you don't lose the weight now. You're going to be fighting it the rest of your life. Wow. And I said, okay, what do I need to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I worked with her, but you know, not everybody has somebody like that in their life. Yeah. 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 It's wonderful that you, you know, she crossed your path for sure. Yeah. And yeah, just have someone to give them, you know, say what needs to be said and what you need to hear, you know, at the right yeah. time, you know, for sure. Yeah. That does make a difference and having that support, you know, along the way too. Yeah. And it, it is very important. It is very, you know, fat tissue is very inflammatory and mm-hmm. all the doctors mm-hmm. and healthcare practitioners, whether yeah. they're holistic or conventional, they all agree that chronic inflammation is not good. Acute inflammation is great for healing, but chronic inflammation is a no-go. And um, yeah, and it, and it can cause some serious things. I'm always concerned about the, the abdominal fat tissue, the visceral yeah. you know, fat tissue. Oh. But I'm, I'm really happy to hear that you came across that doctor you know, with that. So well done. <laughs> yeah, well yeah. done. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. That was a long mm-hmm. time ago too. Oh. Yeah. 
And you mentioned organic food and that's really important too. Like for sure, like I oftentimes will, you know, refer my clients, I'll give them the environmental working groups, clean 15 and dirty dozen, just, you know, if their organic is too costly for them, you know, definitely then go on the clean 15 list, you know, and if you have to have something that's on the dirty dozen list, make sure you get that organic, you know, it's worth the premium you know, for that, and that organic stuff, at least around here in the Midwest, it's come down in price. It's still more expensive, but you're on the West like Coast as well. Yeah. It's not nearly as disastrous on your bank, you know, bank account, like it used to yeah. be. But the other thing to impress upon my ladies is not only are pesticides and all that bad for you, just in general, it's poison in your body, like that enough right there. However, you know, a lot of them are interested in weight loss too. Uh, but the thing is like the toxins like to reside in the fat tissue. It protects you from it protects your vital organs from them from the pesticides mm-hmm. you like your brain your heart lungs kidneys you know it, it, so your body's doing you mm-hmm. a favor by keeping your fat tissue but as a result it doesn't want to release it so it's stubborn so fat tissue is stubborn to release mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's why people lose weight pretty quickly <clears throat> and get sick they're, yeah they just flood their body with a bunch of pesticides and toxins and oh, um, yeah it's some yeah. serious stuff you know yeah. um, i know some cancers you know related to fat tissue and things like that too so you know it it can be you know a real a real big problem so i really do encourage them to or coffee is another thing um i know coffee and tea i will drink organic for sure you know oh I'm, yeah oh my god yeah yeah coffee's a terribly sprayed um product yes. yeah so it's like it's worth the premium and if you go to somewhere like costco or or like uh-huh. we just talked about the organics yeah. not as bad as it used to be in terms of pricing oh no no not at all not yeah. at all it's come down and mm-hmm. um and it just shows you how mainstream it's it's gotten yeah that yeah. costco does carry yeah <clears throat> so much that's organic and it's such you know such reasonably priced too and and the other things too when people make smoothies or something like that or juicing that's when it's critical to use organic ingredients unless it's on that clean 15 list because you're pre-digesting it, being in, blending it as a smoothie, which is great to get, infuse your body with fast nutrition right away. And I'm, uh-huh. I'm all for yeah. it. Like I, I'm, yeah. I, you know, I don't think you should live off smoothies, but I'm okay with one a day to, you know, increase your protein or just to get uh-huh. an infusion of vegetables. But when you do that, if it's not, you know, if you, especially juicing, you know, you really need, you really need those to be organic because you're giving your body that straight shot. Like it, there's the fiber doesn't have time to like carry it out, you know, especially with Uh, juicing, like it is critical that if you juice that it's organic is because you have no fiber, you know, to help escort out those toxins. So yeah. So you need to be careful with the organic versus conventional. That's a, that's a very big deal for, you know, health and weight loss. Mm -hmm. And I keep saying health and weight loss because a lot of my, the ladies I serve, they, they have a weight loss need, you know, that they want. And mm-hmm. they, you know, some are like well over a hundred pounds overweight, you know, per their doctor. Wow. So it's more than just like 10, 20 pounds of stubborn weight. Yeah. And sometimes there's that too, but um, the um, you know, they have that, but it's interesting on their health form, the application to my program, what are your goals? It's always energy, feel better. And then the weight loss. And, and it's like, yeah, because they're so tired and so fed up and feeling so ill you know, they didn't care about that anymore. And they, like I said, they could have over a hundred pounds to lose and they still write, write it like in that order. And those are exactly the people I serve because like they're ready to, to take on their health, not just like right. count calories and give me a meal plan so I can drop this weight. That's a weight watchers thing. And I re- would refer you to them, <laughs> you know, then I'm not your coach, <laughs> you know, I'm about getting healthy first and developing habits. So you can yeah. actually, actually really make it a lifestyle that works yeah. in your life. <laughs> yeah, That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And the weight will come off mm-hmm. Yeah, when you do yeah. it. You know, that's, that's the whole thing. 
Yeah. I love seeing the bonus things that happen to people. There's like, sometimes this might be a reflection of my intake, not being thorough enough. I do ask about supplements and medications and mm. conditions, but somebody I had was taking, um, you know, antacids all the time. And oh, she, report, and I did not know that. And she reported yeah. to me, like, I don't take antacids anymore. Get back to the gut healing. Yeah. And, and she said, you know, even, you know, that it, I'm like, I didn't even know that you were taking antacids. Like, that's a big deal because those antacids over time, I'm not saying don't take them. You don't want to damage the esophagus, you know, you know, you really want to make sure, you know, it doesn't have that regurgitation up. So if you do need to take a Tums or whatever, oh my gosh, or if your doctor prescribed it, take it. I'm not saying don't. But the problem is there's some long, if you do it long-term, you're going to have nutritional deficiencies along the way. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem mm -hmm. with it. So, you know, you need to up your vitamin Bs and other things like that. If you take that stuff long-term. So it is great mm -hmm. to get off of it for that reason, because it's interfering with your nutrition and not to mention yeah. your um, amino acid breakdown with your hydrochloric acid in your stomach, yeah. your building <gasps> blocks, which, oh my gosh, over 50, if you cut back on that, that, oh, that's I not know. a great idea. Oh, you know, even I my know. vegan cardiologist agrees you need a bit more protein when you're older. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yes, yes. Oh no, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, I mean, I I end up taking pills that are hydrochloric acid just because I don't have enough acid. Right. Yeah, me too. I do that yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. My, my digestion is a bit sluggish and I don't take as much yeah. as I used to, you know, um, but I still, I still do, especially with, you know, protein, you know, for sure the, you mm -hmm. know, taking it to definitely taking that to help things along the way. Um, hundred percent just to get that maximal nutrition, you know, out of it yeah. too. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Well, otherwise I end up with a stomach ache because everything's sitting in there because there's nothing to Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And hydrochloric acid naturally goes down over 50. So it's not even like a health thing. It's an aging thing. Yeah. It's like, it just happens to everybody. And you know, when you're over 50 and so that's why, unless there's a doctor um, maximum, if a person has a doctor maximum for protein, I pretty, I do push the protein. I say you have to like overfill that cup because your hydrochloric acid is not breaking down those amino acids. So you kind of have to like spill over your protein cup so you can grab as much as many amino acids mm -hmm. as you can, you know, cause you, you still yeah. need building blocks, even though you're aging and, um, you know, things are deteriorating. I don't know. What is it like right. when you're 30, you start to, I don't know what the age is, but, yeah, you, know, but you still need healing. You still need to, yeah. Yeah, is, yeah, you still need to do all that. And the thing is too, like bones, yeah. I think half your bones are protein. Like, and oh, you talk about oh, women yeah. osteoporosis. It's like, yeah, you, you need that protein unless your doctor is restricting it for some reason and make sure you're clear yeah. on that. If they are restricting it, make sure you understand it and that you agree with it, you know, and I would even say maybe get a second opinion, you know, um, on that just because doctors didn't go to nutrition school, you know, unless they're functional medicine or they went to some schooling beyond that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they might be, um, and I say this with love, a bit ignorant about it and, you know, because uh -huh. they are, you know, they don't know, yeah. um, beyond what they know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not yeah. aware. They're not aware. They're, that's a nicer it. way to put it. I like that. Yeah. They're not aware. Yeah. I'll do that from yeah. now on. <laughs> yes. That's a much yeah. well, loving, I mean, much more loving way yeah. to say it. And that and that's and that's applies to a lot of people mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. You know. That's, yeah, um, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But that's um yeah, because I was always getting I was always getting stomach aches. You know, I mean my yeah. stomach would hurt just from eating. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then I was like, okay, I started doing some reading and it's like, oh, okay, well, let's try, let's try doing some lemon juice first. That was the first thing I started with, a little yeah. lemon juice with my meal. That's a good start. And I still, yeah, and I yeah. still do that sometimes. If yeah. I, 
I don't I don't like to eat a small meal or small thing and take a, a um, hydrochloric acid pill because that's too much mm-hmm. hydrochloric acid. Yeah. So I just take yeah. a little, you know, take like a half a teaspoon of, of lemon juice. Oh, that's perfect. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And it's like our body just needs this help. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're working against so many different things in our environment with all the pesticides and pollutants and the water that we drink, mm-hmm. you know, and all the, even our organic food is not as high in nutrition as it was in 1950, right. you know, just so we're, we're, you know, we can work with it. It sounds depressing, but you just have to be extra, um, you know, intentional with your choices. And like you said, you know, the awareness isn't there. Uh, you know, for, for people. And, you know, that's a lot of my job is to help them become aware and learn, you know, what they can do. And, um, and also, um, you know, things like, and not just the, the food stuff and things like that, but it could be, sometimes I feel like I'm a time management coach because they, they need to fit these things into their schedule, you know, yeah. putting things in those bite-sized pieces, no pun intended of what, they can manage in their day, you know, these small habits, you know, I'm just a big believer of what you do, you know, in small amounts on the daily, instead of like a big marathon on the weekend of yeah. whatever it may be, oh, whether God, it's no. journaling or exercise or eating, right. You're better off having doing something good on the daily, even if it's a small thing mm-hmm. that it has that compounding effect. There's just yeah. something magical about that. And um, yeah, and it really can work. Um, you know, I run these free challenges in my Facebook group for five days and it's all these small bite-sized things because everybody, number one thing I hear from my ladies is I'm busy and I'm like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> and then they're tired too, so that they really don't feel like doing it. You know, doing what they need yeah. to do in the kitchen or with movement or with a right. you know uh, stress management practice or something like that. So uh-huh. really making it manageable and, you know, back to the awareness, you know, there's a lot you can do, you know, even with a limited amount of time, there's a lot mm-hmm. you can do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, I think in some ways it's also, it's easier to get something into your, into your daily habit. If you're doing you know, five minutes over here when you take a bathroom break or something, right? Yeah, and yeah. You, and you do some squats or whatever. That's exactly you're... what I tell them to do when you go to the bathroom. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, but I mean, but you know, you have time to do that. You have time to like knock out a few squats, you know, or, yeah. or do a breathing practice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or whatever, you know. And so you do, you know, eight of those things a day, and you've mm-hmm. done just about an hour at the gym, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And actually you have to argue too, like some of these movements that I have, like, especially my remote workers who work at the desk, a desk type sedentary job, which oh, a lot yeah. of them do, you know, it's I like, know, I'm here all the time. <laughs> yeah, I have to you know, take my own advice, but the, um, the, you know, the functional movements that I have them do throughout the day that mm-hmm. serves you better, you know, you know, as you age and get older, things mm-hmm. like squats, like if you stay with doing squats, like you're going to be in really great shape as an 80 and 90 year old. If you keep at that, you know, that's a really good functional movement and you know that'll serve you well. So you don't have uh-huh. to do all the fancy things at the gym. I know I love going to the gym and I love doing all that stuff, but there's a lot of things you can do at home and yeah. without any weights that are actually serve, serve you better in terms of <clears throat> lifelong, you know, um, being active and um, okay. not falling and being healthy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Squats are my favorite squats, walking and planks and planks can be modified. Um, in fact, ah. probably a lot of my clients do modified, but those are like my three favorite, uh, movements for, for people. You know, I think they're, 
They're yeah. very effective and um, they're doable and they're not taxing on the body. Um, all my, my cardio ladies don't really like that when I tell them to slow down and walk, but then, but when they balance their cortisol, you know, cause of the excess cortisol from the chronic exercise, when they start quieting that down, it's amazing. Yeah. They start feeling better and the weight starts coming up. I'm like, that's the cortisol magic. <laughs> you know? Hello. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 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 No, that's it. My, my husband and I go for a walk every morning. Oh, nice. I thought they'll, that'll happen after this, this yeah. morning. Yesterday we did two miles. Nice. Nice. We don't, we don't, we just walk around the neighborhood and we don't walk super fast. I used to walk really fast. I do power walk. Yeah. I do. But we don't, we don't do that. Yeah. And, and yeah. Um, you know, and he won't let me go and walk on my own because I, I have a tendency to, to trip. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, well, we can talk about that at another time. But, um, <laughs> oh no. Anyways, otherwise that's so that's why I don't get to go out anyways. <laughs> But that walking in the morning, I mean, and if you can do it in the morning, like to anybody who's listening to this or watching the, the morning, it, what's nice about that, it helps you with your circadian rhythm, getting the sunshine in your eyes earlier in the day. Okay. So it can help okay. you with your sleep later, you know, for sure. And the other thing is too, regardless of when you walk, when you go outside, it, you don't have to be in like, you know, a beautiful forest preserve. It could be just down your block. If there's a tree, the sky is nature too. So if you live in the city, you can look out your window, look at the sky. But when you look at nature, studies have shown that your cortisol level decreases. They've tested people on this. And so like, so not that walking on the treadmill isn't beneficial. It certainly is. But if you can walk outside instead, that is, you get way more bang for your buck with that way more. And then if you do it in the morning on top of it, wow, that's like a triple win, you know, for sure. Um, But that, no, it's great that you do the walking in the morning it's fantastic yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's a, that that and then we come back and have our coffee and breakfast perfect yeah oh yeah. gosh that's perfect yeah that's definitely good yeah i get all yeah. excited when i hear about people walking in the morning but sleep is a big deal like if you're not sleeping right when my clients don't sleep right those are the things mm-hmm. that you know they need to do they need to reset their circadian rhythms you know yeah. not just have a time practice but what you do at 8 a.m and 9 a.m can make a difference to what happens to you at 9 p.m and 10 p.m so yeah 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 oh no exactly exactly yeah 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 well and both of us i mean he's he's probably been up for a little while <laughs> he goes yeah. to bed late and gets up or gets up late oh, so. okay yeah night owl yeah 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 yeah, yeah. exactly sure. exactly but yeah. um Anyways, okay. Well, we should <clears throat> excuse me. We should probably wrap up. Yeah, yeah. And, I, did, I did want to mention really quick that I did please. write a book. On yes, one of my I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. that it's called "Feel Great in Twenty Eight, and it's not. It's it's in publishing. It's a, in the process of getting published now, so it'll be ready by um, November seventh. Is our um, target date, you know, for sure. And it's a great book on just get a kickstart, a four week kickstart on getting your health in order, nice and gently. There's no starving here. It's not a starvation zone. You're not going to go and be doing, you know, a bunch of cardio every day. It's a nice, um, gentle, effective approach to kickstart your health. And so it's going to be a great book and it's going to be ready before Christmas. So if you want to start off the new year with something, um, yeah, yeah, I would highly recommend that, that book and um, give to all your friends. Yeah, that too, that too. And, you know, if you want to be on the wait list for it or find out what the status of it Mm -hmm. is, the website for it is feel great in 28 book.com. So it's F E E L G R E A T to eight book.com so that's okay. the website well, i'll put it. it in the show notes i'll put Thank it in you. the show notes as well yeah so um okay well 
and um, I will say the usual stuff if I get out of the sun or into the sun. I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, which is that um, neither of us are doctors, and this is not to be seen as medical advice. And um, with that, thank you very much for coming on, and I will see everybody next week. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit healthytipsafter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.